what's up everybody it's kid luna here um today we got a special guest blessed us with a mini mix i'll let them go ahead and state their name let them know you may know you may not know uh the floor is yours all right well um my name is andy i go by that andy guy um pretty much everywhere on the internet uh let's see i'm a producer i live in alabama north alabama specifically i don't know if it's a good idea to throw city names out there because <laughs> uh yeah i don't know if i have real enemies out there i try to be everyone's homie for real maybe that's yeah. detrimental to me but uh we'll see <laughs> yeah i don't know bro you're black you have enemies in alabama by default so i mean facts though <laughs> <laughs> um Thank you for that mix, man. Before we get into it, uh, how about you tell us about yourself? Um, you already said where you're from. Uh, you want to give us a little bit of your background? Whatever you're comfortable with is fine. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. I mean, I was born in Massachusetts, raised in Alabama. Uh, pretty easygoing uh, fellow. Uh, mainly just kind of sit around the house. I write a lot of music, uh, play video games occasionally, really into exercise. Uh, I don't go outside much, which is probably bad for me. I should, I need some, uh, some more vitamin D in my life. Um, let's see. I got into music, um, honestly, from just playing video games and spending way more time in sound tests, uh, than actually playing games at times. Um, I would just sit there and like study the music and break down little parts and stuff and, you know, uh, just kind of like hum the melodies and like beat on sofa cushions and stuff of that sort until <laughs> my mom got me a little keyboard to mess around with. And so I just started recording on little tapes here and there. Sick. But, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, how, um, the questions won't be too much in order. It'll try to make it a normal conversation, man, you know? Um, but like when, like how, how young were you when you, when you got into music or when she got you that keyboard? Uh, that had to have been, um, I want to say I was like early teens. Like uh, I was still messing, trying to figure out what I really liked doing as a whole. Um, like obviously gaming was a problem. Uh, I was into like martial arts and stuff here and there, uh, primarily Taekwondo. I almost made it a black belt, but then I was just like, no, nah, I like music more. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, but I didn't really take that. Like it was more a hobby until I would say maybe like 2011, 2012. That was when I started saying like seriously, you know, maybe I want to do this as a career. Um, it still hasn't happened yet, but um, I'm working on that. Well, it's all, it's like a part time. I mean, yeah, it's 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 getting there, you know, for sure. Um, it's already got a, you know a decent community, or at least from what I've saw, you know. Uh, do you have like um, so like were you classically trained, or do you have like any musical background like prior to that? Um, I was in a band uh, in middle school and also in high school. I, I remember taking my first year of high school off just to see. If, if I don't know, it's going to sound terrible probably, but I was like, well, maybe the, the normie life is for me, right? And so I was like, let me take a year off of band and see what's up. And I was just like mostly bored. 
<laughs> so I got back into it the next year. I don't even remember trying out. I was just like, hey, I want to join the band. And they're like, cool, we need low brass. And that's primarily where I stayed was uh, euphonium, baritone type stuff. So, okay. Um, okay. I guess that's where a lot of the, like, the jazz like inspiration comes from. And then, you know, I guess the digital funk is like the gaming side a little bit. The digital fusion, I mean. Yeah, kind of. Um, I actually listened to a lot of jazz before um, that anyway because of my dad. He played a lot of jazz and blues um, when I was, like, riding the car with him and stuff like that. And it just kind of stuck with me. So whenever I would turn on the radio at the house, it would be, you know, the jazz station that, you know, local to wherever we lived at the time. Awesome. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> nobody in my family listened to jazz. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> tragic. <laughs> Um, but, um, so, like, uh, where, where'd you get your moniker from, man? It's a pretty, pretty tight moniker. You know, I feel like most people would look at that and be like, pretty self-explanatory. Some dude named Andy. He's that Andy guy. <laughs> Boom, that's it. But there's actually a story. I always get a kick out of telling folks a little story on how it started. Mm-hmm. Because, um, something I try to make pretty clear is that I'm actually... I'm, not, I'm terrible at coming up with names for anything, even my own music. Like, I don't actually name it until it's time to export the album, and then I have to come up with names, like, um, on the spot. It's terrible. Wow. That's but, crazy. um <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm a mess. <laughs> but um, that Andy guy, that, that started uh, one fateful weekend, and uh, I was staying up way too late playing um, Ape Escape or some nonsense, and... Um, well, it's not nonsense. I actually love that game. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, but uh, my friend Matt hit me up <laughs> and was like, hey, man, what are you doing? And I was like, you know what it is? We out here gaming. And he was like, so there's some big, pretty high-profile music folks coming into town uh, tomorrow morning. It's really early. He knows I'm not a morning person. Mm-hmm. But he was like, get some tracks together, put together a little mix, and come through to this doo-doo freaking club in the middle of town and I was like cause I'm not I don't like going to clubs personally I'm not a fan unless I'm like playing these days but like back then no that was not my thing at all gotcha so um I was like yeah sure whatever um I whipped up a new track and got four of my favorites together and um that took me until about 3.30 in the morning um and I had to be up at like 7 to make it there on time so that was not good first of all um get to the venue I uh, hop out the car. I'm immediately getting laughed at. Everybody's thugged out and stuff. And here comes here comes young Andy with his um, half and afro, looking like just just looking terrible overall. Mm. Ripped jeans, Mario T-shirt, mm. you name it. It was that's what was going on. So these guys come up to me and they're like, "Hey man, you know what you up here for?" And I was like, "You yeah, know, I heard some kind of competition with music was going on." And they're like, oh, it's, you must be a singer. And I was like, hey, you know, <laughs> I don't like to sing, really. Um, so they're like, what, you rap or something? And I was like, no. So what, you make beats? And I was like, I mean, I compose music. You know, I try, I'm trying to be chill about it. I'm already irritated because I didn't get sleep. Yeah. And um, they're like, yeah, I bet you got nothing on my boy Lil Mookie or whatever the heck they said. And I'm like, look here, man, like, I'm already tired of all y'all, so what's wow, going to happen yeah. is I'm going to show you that I'm the best producer in this parking lot right now, okay? And so I waited for everyone else in there, 
Um, everyone signed up. I signed up last. I just like threw my name down. Producer. So I listened to everyone else's music. There was actually like a good bit of talent there. It was pretty cool. Um, saw a lot of my friends local um, playing their beats, and I was like cheering for them and stuff. And uh, up comes my turn. And <laughs> so I'm just tired of hearing a lot of stuff that I really wasn't impressed with. Mm-hmm. As uh, I don't know, that sounds kind of, I don't know, maybe that wasn't a good look. But um, I sat down on stage, grabbed the mic, and uh, the main dude in the middle, I keep wanting to say it was easy, but I'm like, I don't, I don't think it was him. Right? <laughs> but it was somebody that I really didn't expect to be in Alabama. Um, and he was like, all right, man, what's your name? And I was like, it's Andy. He's like, what do you do? I was like, I write music. He was like, you got a stage handle? And I was like, nope. He was like, so you're, you're just Andy. And I was like, yep, I'm, I'm just that Andy guy. And that one, that's that's where it started, right? Because you know, that's why I said on stage, I'm getting laughed at. And they're like, all right, so um, you got a mix or something? You know, you got some tracks? And I was like, yeah, but you don't have to skip any. That was like a trend. Like, everybody had their little tracks. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the DJ actually had to like skip through them, and I was the only one who had a, a coherent mix, <laughs> so he didn't have to like press fast forward or anything. Like I was just like, but you know, it's like three minutes, and it was uh, I blew them away. Like they weren't ready. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, that's hands down, they though, said yeah. they were like, oh, say what? Now? Sorry. No, no, no. I said that's pretty sick, though. You know, because I mean, you kind of yeah. like stand up for yourself, and then you're also like in an area that's you know, not, I guess, trained for, I guess, the taste of music. I don't know what you, like, I mean, did you always go by that Andy guy or had that been the handle, like, the whole time? Uh, you, you have, like, other alias? Not really, because um, back then, uh, I wasn't even uploading music to any forums or websites. I just kind of lurked. And so I would, like, see chiptune forums and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Or like other indie music folks, and yeah, I just I was just kind of not online for real. Yeah. So no, yeah, it was just like crazy. me sharing music with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and somewhat scary, you know, coming from like a black background and having to like stand up to a certain type of culture as well. You know, um, I don't know how it is out there in Alabama. Uh, it is probably as bad as you imagine. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, if you could uh describe your music in three words, what would they be, man? In three words, that's it? Yeah, just three words. <laughs> <laughs> what what do those what do those feelings invoke? Is it is it happy, catchy, dancey, boppy, you know, like if someone were to ask you without listening to your music, how could you like describe it to them in three words? Little bit of everything, and uh, now it sounds like four, but we're gonna we're gonna spell bit of as bitta b i t t a a little bit of everything. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Um, let's go ahead and get into this mix, man. Um, you want to tell me about some of the track selection you had in this? Uh, as far as the tracks I chose for this little mix, um, it's a, it's a lot more tame mm-hmm. than, um, other mixes I've put out over the past couple of years and played in shows. Um, 
because right right now I'm really just kind of feeling uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for like kind of low key. I mean, some of some of the tracks are pretty hype, you know. Some mm-hmm. a couple of favorites in there, but um, oh, there's just, a, there's a such thing as like right a chill chill hype for sure. True, you know, I don't that's know a, the term that I've kind of gone gone for over the years. Like I'll hear you know like trap beats and stuff like that and mm-hmm. hip-hop and uh i'm like hey this is cool but like what about putting like jazzy chords in there instead you know what i mean yeah and yeah. Uh, that's definitely become a thing over the years but um that's kind of the main thing i wanted to put in here yeah i was surprised uh, the last ep i heard from me you know especially hearing like the digital fusion and then also like uh like juke footwork style so it's like you know, I'm like, damn, I, I, I fuck with it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, which is also weird, too, because I feel like um, uh, I, I was thinking for a bit, like, I wonder if they're trying to pair us together to make music because, like, one, like, we're both black, and then, like, two, we both work in, like, a hospital environment, and it's just like, well, they got some similarities, you know? They could, they could probably <laughs> mesh well together, but... I, <laughs> Like if you ask me to like name you like uh, like five other people that I know um, that are black that make I guess any type of music close like I, I probably couldn't do it off the top of my head. So, but well, dang, that's uh, I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> me neither, man. I feel like uh, yeah, I feel like at least I mean because I know there's some out there. I, should I listen to it on daily? And some of these people are like, but. I mean, they're out of L.A., too, so you kind of... That's like a melting pot for everything, too, so... Right. Um, uh, who inspires your soundscape, man? Jeez, where do I even start? Um, I know back in the day, um, when I thought I was going to be doing primarily commercial music mm-hmm. for, like, rappers, singers, um, the Neptunes, most definitely. The Neptunes, uh, Daft Punk, uh, those those are like the main the main two. I was like, you know what? Especially the Neptunes because they just seemed to do whatever in the world they wanted, and it just worked every time. And I was like, you know, I listen to other folks' beats like uh, you know Timbaland, like DJ Premier, mm-hmm. you know, the, all the heavy hitters. Like they were all dope, and I loved their music. But it was something about the Neptunes that was different, and um, just stuck with me. To this day, I have like some super scratched up CDRs of a bunch of instrumentals that they've done. And uh, every now and then I'll, I'll revisit them, even though sometimes they may not work the way I want them to. But um, it's, it's still inspiring to this day, like some of the classics that they've made. And it's like, I know in some of my earlier tracks, it's, it definitely shows up here and there. Mm-hmm. Like you can be like, I, I could listen to this and somebody would be like, hey, it sounds like something that Neptune's made. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you? Uh, I don't. know, Maybe you have, and I just haven't looked hard enough. Like, have you like ever tried to like do an um, OST or something for a video game? Or because I know you, I know no. you still also live like uh, like upload music on Newgrounds too, which is tight as fuck. So, oh yeah, Newgrounds is the wave right now. If if y'all didn't know anyone listening, yes, get on get on some Newgrounds. There's some wild stuff going on there to say the least. But um. I've done a couple of little uh, things here and there, like a couple of remixes for a game that came out on PC called uh, Super Ubi Land mm-hmm. with uh, Notion Games. As a matter of fact, that company, I've done a few different things for. Um, 
<laughs> we even threw together a game in like three days one time. What? That was that was insane. Um, I wrote like five or six tracks, made a little sound effects. Was it like during like a game jam thing? It was like our own. We were trying to challenge ourselves. He, I don't even know how we got the idea for it. But he showed me a picture of this little dude standing on like a little planet and like uh, some little gems floating around in space. I was like, we can make a game out of this. He was like, shoot, you want to do it? I was like, yo, how, how fast do you want to get it done? And it was Wednesday. I was like, well, he told me, he was like, well, let's, let's see what we can do by Saturday. Had a whole little thing finished. And it was, it was wild. Yeah, y'all must have really been in the groove. <laughs> we really were, because I was working, I was working at GameStop then, and I was like an assistant manager, and I don't know how I found the time, but we did, we did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kind of find that time because you're like, oh shit, I haven't ate or slept. <laughs> or... Yeah, that was that was definitely <laughs> those moments. Uh, yeah, is uh, anything like has have you learned like? Anything like being an artist that has like taught you that you probably couldn't have learned any any other place? I mean, you've been a GameStop manager, you know. Um, I don't know if you mentioned stuff of your current work background, but you know, like, is there anything like doing this has taught you that you couldn't have learned anywhere else? Uh, let's see. Things that being an artist has taught me. Uh, well, one thing I've definitely learned being an artist is too many artists. We gotta get rid of some of these artists out here. It's too many. Um, true. I'm just playing, but I'm playing. No, true. <laughs> but there, there are, there's a lot of talent out here. Like it's it's wild to see how many different styles and people are out here doing their thing in music uh, specifically. Um, let's see what else. Uh, people don't like paying for art. That's another big thing I learned. Um, yeah, which is it's, so it's kind of sad to hear, but like I don't know, people uh, just want to like. You know, I think it's, it has a lot to do with streaming services and social media for sure. Mm-hmm. Because um, visual art, you know, people will scroll by stuff and they're like, hey, let's click the like button or let's download the picture. Mm-hmm. And then they're done. You know, they don't have to worry about paying for it because they can just look at it whenever. Music, they can just get on Spotify. They can pay their little nine ninety nine or however much they charge these days. I don't know. But uh, like albums, EPs and stuff, you gotta you got to find that dedicated fan base to like actually pat you know slap down that five bucks mm-hmm. uh, and do stuff like that uh working in other jobs though and telling people like I, I really try to stay away from talking about music um around folks who don't do it especially like old-fashioned folks because they don't yeah. <laughs> they don't respect it they don't respect it as a means to make a living they're like oh well this isn't real music because it's electronic you don't use a guitar uh and so that's where you have to like start throwing especially if you've been in band and stuff before like through high school and college you can be like well i know how to play these instruments and like then they'll take you seriously as a as a musician it's like oh you know how to play a real instrument mm-hmm. or um stuff like that but i don't know, you know what? and crazy. they still won't and they still won't pay you shit <laughs> no not not a darn thing it's like hey i need you to i need you to dj this wedding or i need you to play some music here and i will give you 15 dollars like <laughs> what yeah that's crazy. uh yeah, it's, it's out of control but that's um crazy. yeah also uh well as far as i think this will probably be the last thing i got for this subject is uh as far as something i've learned is that uh 
<laughs> we're terrible at business. <laughs> we undersell the crap out of ourselves. I know this because um, I've learned over the past two years alone that the stuff that I've done in the past, I should have gotten paid like way more for, especially how fast that I did it too. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's a story for another day, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I guess like with self marketing too, it's like there, it's it's the game is always changing, you know, like. <laughs> They're always changing how you can, like, market yourself, especially if it's, like, you know, streaming services or, I mean, you have to even market yourself for, like, people's attention span, which is a whole other thing, you know, to even get them to, like, spend money. Most definitely. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. No, you're fine. Uh, I saw that a lot with, uh, like, I know you've seen me post tons of music clips over the, over the years, and, um, People will, like, interact more when you're showing them, like, you know, the dog videos. People have it, like, scrolling by real fast. Um, mm-hmm. Mine are, like, mad boring, but people, like, latch on to so. that. You don't think so? No. I don't, uh, I don't well, think so. Well, I appreciate it, because I definitely don't try to put any kind of visual flair. <laughs> I'm just like, here's the, here's the thing. And then, um, you know, it will attract people when you, when you frequently post uh, different types of music and stuff but again you know they'll hit you up in the dm talking about hey i'd like you to make you make a theme for my youtube channel and it's like all right well here's my rate and i'll even bring it down a lot mm-hmm. and they're like oh yeah cool uh well i'll talk to you later and then you don't hear from them ever again they unfollow and i'm just like good lord <laughs> oh my gosh yeah because i mean like you know you also gotta understand like copyright and it's, there's so much there's so much more work that you have to go into with other than just having the song itself, you know, not letting alone the time it takes to make it. You know, you can probably do a song in a couple of hours, sure, but like they could make. Let's say if they if you sold a song for them for like I don't know how much. Let's say a hundred dollars, only because you know that they'll be making money off this song intro stream. You know, like right. they don't really think about that, but they I guess they try to try to lowball the market, but. Like, that's really what's hurting it at the same time, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, they don't understand that you really have to learn four or five different jobs to be a music producer these days, which is ridiculous. I, I can understand maybe marketing and communication, you know, to get yourself out there, but you, like, low-key have to learn, like, video editing or, like, you know, a bunch of, all, all kinds of other stuff. It's just too much. <laughs> yeah. But... We're out here doing it anyway, so. Yeah, because that's what it's come to. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> that's what it's come to. Um, might be an e-boy soon making music and OnlyFans or some shit, you know. Oh, man. You know, I actually scooped up that, that Andy guy domain in the OnlyFans. <laughs> and, like, it wouldn't let me post. I just wanted to make one post. And it would have said, it would have been um, a post. It was a text post that said, these nuts. And that would have been it. But I have to, like, put my license and stuff in there. So I was like, actually, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, they want to make sure you have age and stuff like that. But, you know. Understandable. But Which my is joke good. fell flat because it didn't get to happen. <laughs> Damn. I didn't even know OnlyFans had the reputation it had until, um, you know, I, I really looked into it because I was like, oh, shoot, maybe another avenue to, like, promote my music and stuff. Because I saw, like, <laughs> fitness people on there and some other people. They're like, yeah, you could have, like, streams. And I was like, oh, I bet. And then I, t- 
told I was talking to a friend and they started cracking up and I was like excuse me what, what are you laughing at me for I'm just trying to make a living and they're like bro you trying to make porn I was like oh what <laughs> <laughs> they're like no check it bro this is this is what it's all about and I was like oh nah I'm gonna, oh, be, okay. I'm gonna be honest I've came across some some porn videos that people were like you know it's my mixtape or something but and I like I, I get it too you know um yeah. But I, honestly, that's kind of the last thing I want. I want to hear. You can go on one of those sites and people will be like, "Hey, you can, here's the full film uh, of Cars 2. You can watch it on Pornhub. <laughs> My new music video, like, is I have seen legit, you know, like artists putting out music video debuts on Pornhub, and I'm just like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I don't know what game it was. I think was it Fallout seventy six? I watched something on a porn site because like they leaked it, but they put it like on a porn site so you could watch it or some <laughs> shit. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. incredible. <laughs> yeah, and you know it's like kudos to them, man. Because like, I mean, because you you know what people are there, you know. Oh yeah. But they trying to see some butts, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to hear the mixtape. Like, what are, you, what are you doing here? Get out of here, little yeah. Mookie. I usually I'm have the back. audio off anyway, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. they, Dude, you know, porn music used to have, like, the wildest, like, jazz, like, music in there. But, like, they would have it going, like, at the beginning of, like, you know, before even intercourse. So it's just kind of like... It, it puts you in like in a weird spot because it's already kind of like super rhythmic and then it's just kind of like whoa we're about to get started and so it's kind of like I don't know what to feel <laughs> right now look one time no joke I ran across a video and I heard this music in the beginning immediately pants went back on I, <laughs> I was like bro this is sick hold on because <laughs> I was like playing back the beginning of that video repeatedly trying to re- recreate that chord progression and uh yeah, man, I made some dope music that day. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember, I don't know what period it was. It may have been, like, 2011 to 2013, where they had a lot of porn town and, and songs, you know, and electronica. Yeah, that was a, that was a time. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it'll make its round again, like everything else does, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't in, like, the uh, the the rhythm soundscape. Or maybe it was, you know, I haven't... I, I haven't dabbled into enough have a lot of homies here that play it and stuff like that maybe they may know more about that than i do but yeah man, man there are a couple of songs and rhythm games and stuff um because I, I played a few I, i'm not that great but mm-hmm. um you know yeah of course and yeah i, I feel you 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 have a lot of luxury if you're able to watch and hear porn at the same time you know yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! You got way too much time on your hands. If if that's the case, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, we're gonna take a little weird segue here. So, I mean, is there some advice you could give? <laughs> is, there, is there some is there some advice you can give any upcoming producers or anybody that want to make music, uh, especially nowadays? You know, because like, like wow, you know, it's just like you can't really just be like, well. You know, just make music because you're gonna need to do more than that as well. But most definitely, that was that's actually one of my big ones. Is um, please get into stuff outside of music. Like, 
you got to have other hobbies. you got to get outside. You know, the whole touch grass thing is a meme. That junk is real, you know? Get out on a walking trail. Uh, exercise, super important. Like, if you want to get inspiration, I know, like, um, I post a little post-workout pics every now and then, but that junk will give you life in all aspects. Like, Yeah, because it gives you time you, to think. Yeah. It gives you time to think. Um, it, gets, it gets your blood going. Like, it's... I don't know, mental activity just seems better once you exercise and stuff because, you know, everything's moving the way it should. Um, you start getting older and maybe your right knee hurts a little bit more, but, you know, it, it still helps. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> video games, of course, you know, like that's, you can, you can play some games here and there. Um, but yeah, anything that can kind of get your mind in a different place for a little bit, uh, highly recommended. Um Distance yourself from the internet. <laughs> Get offline. Don't 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 feed into drama. Like I'm, I'm I've always been this guy in like 15 different scenes, and I just, I see stuff unfold. Mm-hmm. I'm like okay, and then I turn the other way. I <laughs> people are like, well, why aren't you helping the situation? What am I supposed to do if it has nothing to do with me, right? So yeah. if it has nothing to do with you whatsoever, steer clear, please. <laughs> that's another another thing I see a lot of folks fall victim to online is just getting caught up in drama and then like nobody I don't know people don't want to have to do have anything to do with folks who seemingly are always in drama right yeah they could be the dopest person ever like I I've still talked to plenty of people who have been part of situations but uh, other folks might be like oh well they were part of this and this so you know like I don't know growth really isn't uh, a thing that's supported it's like oh well you did something bad once it's a wrap um yeah but, and I, I feel know. like I a, a twitch streamer you know they'll probably love to hear you talk about <laughs> how good your life is you know but nah, that's fam. a different plat- platform it, it really know. is too but um let's see um Learn how to manage your money. That's a big one. Uh, yes. <laughs> so you can buy those shiny new plugins and stuff like that. Oh, also, just to kind of live in general, I'm doing actually very terrible right now on that front. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like a lot of it's attributed to ADD and all that good stuff, but uh, I'm not going to get too much into personal things at the moment. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's definitely a big one, especially if you want to make it a career. Um, that's something you got to get a handle on ASAP. Um, one of the biggest things that I got taught from a friend of mine in college, actually, um, that boosted my music game up exponentially. Like he, he is, uh, he, he still doesn't want to take credit for it, but, um, he told me something after class one day, cause I let him hear, I gave him a CD of some tracks that I made recent, you know, at that time. Mm-hmm. And, um, he went home. And I, I get anxious when I do stuff like that, especially when I don't have any way to contact them outside of, you know, seeing them at school. Yeah. And so I go back the next day. And um, so, of course, I, like, run right up to him the moment I see him. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? What do you think about the music? And he was like, you know, it was, it was pretty good. It's pretty good. And, of course, I'm, I'm immediately underwhelmed <laughs> by that response. And he's like, well, let me, let me tell you something, bro. He said... Sounds like you're trying to make music that you think other people want you to make. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is tap into what you want to do. Quit doing stuff for other people. Make the music you want to make. 
and uh, changed my life. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, Facts. I so, can stand um, by that one hundred. Yeah, um, that's that's a huge one. Um, you can definitely start off by, you know, remixing or covering your favorite artists, but um, yeah, just just make what what you want. Experiment. Um, it's like, oh, I wonder what this would sound like with like a flanger or. Let's play like stupid distortion on this piano and see what happens. You know, just just do something crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you know you're supposed to be having fun with it. That's the whole purpose. You know, exactly. The moment you get caught up in, oh well, like this isn't getting enough clicks. Uh, people want to hear this type of music instead, so I want to make this, and then you just you're you just it's your own downfall right there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's. That's something folks need to get out of their head as, as soon as they can, really. Yeah, most definitely. I, um, my co-host, Brashad, like, he gave me a book. I think it was, like, something like mine of the producer or something like that. And it talks has a chapter about that. Um, but, yeah, no, that stuff can be almost crippling, especially if you're trying to do it w- within the mainframe of a particular genre. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to destroy yourself and your creativity, you know, and then it's like, damn, I spent four grand on all this shit. Now what? <laughs> yep. Now what? Um, definitely. If y'all have taken anything from what he's just said, I know I have um, for sure. I'm going to start turning the music up uh, anytime I watch porn because who knows when inspiration makes sure. <laughs> Who knows? Um, <laughs> Make sure like, you bust at least two nuts before you start production. <laughs> no, I think the second one might into, lead to a nap, dude, and then it's just kind of really? yeah. Then I, I, yeah, forget that. I get invigorated. I'm like, yo, let's, let's get some snacks. Freaking, I'm ready to go. You are I have like semi like athlete though. You work out a lot as well, so you know. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, you do, bro. You, you do, yeah. bro. You're ripped. You're ripped, dude. Um, <clears throat> let's go ahead and get into what's your favorite doll? Uh, I feel like this is going to be pretty predictable. Um, but uh, like everyone, well, not everyone. You know, people who who know me know that uh, I mess with Reason and Core Gadget mainly. Mm-hmm. But I definitely have more fun when I just start going nuts on Core Gadget on my Switch because. Yeah. I don't know. It's like the limit, the limitations. Like you, I can't add all my stinking VSTs to it, mm-hmm. and so, like, I just start throwing sounds together, and it's always like really fast too. Like I can put together something in like fifteen to thirty minutes, and then I post my little clip online, and I'm like, man, this is fun. Like I'll just be dancing around the room. I'm not the best dancer. I do my best, but <laughs> it's a. Uh, I don't know. I just I just seem to have a ton of fun on Gadget, and. um yeah, I would love to get more of that stuff off of my system and <laughs> into the world because uh, it's too much. I've, I'm already stacking way too too many tracks on there. Like I, I was able to put out like a hundred or so tracks on those legacy collections I put out a while back, like wow. more than two years ago. And that was just me dumping stuff that I've been holding on to. Like, oh, this might work for this project. I said, forget it. Let's let's get this out of here. And there's probably like a hundred more I could do that with on my Reason projects alone. Um, it's starting to get pretty ridiculous on my core gadget collection as well. So, yeah, I actually yeah. think that's pretty fascinating, man. Because I want to say, out of everybody we've had on the podcast, uh, for one, I don't know too many people that um, 
use reason. You know, it's only been like the FL Studio or Ableton, uh, like 80%. And the Core Gadget, uh, I've been looking, I've been thinking about getting that. I have a friend that I've been making some music with, um, uh, Adriel, out of like the, I think that's how you pronounce it. He's out of like the Dominican Republic. And I was like thinking of like, is it really worth it? Because I have, um, I have a lot of Korg uh, hardware, like the old school hardware. I have like a Mark II, uh, like three Mark, well, three different Mark II Electribes, I think. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's really what got me to use a machine because it was like, you know, hardware and then the power of the computer type of thing. But I've really been thinking about getting that core gadget, man. Like, could you sell it on me right here on the podcast? Could you sell it to me? All right. Well, first, first off, do you have you have a Nintendo Switch, right? Yes, I do. And then you have you have an iPad. No, I don't. Is it required? I wouldn't say so. Um, mainly because I use a capture card to capture the audio <laughs> off of uh, my Switch to put it on my computer. Mm. The only the only downfall with Core Gadget for the Switch is there's no native export option. So if you don't have any means of capturing that audio. Um, it's basically stuck on there unless you know somebody who has the iPad version mm. uh, or the iOS version, and you can <laughs> you can send it to them via QR codes. Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> so Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 wild. So yeah, you gotta scan the QR codes and the song data gets sent to them. If they don't have the right plugin, then they can't load all the parts. It's it's wild. Mm. So <laughs> I got a little so, stress from hearing that last part. Yeah, the the best way if you don't know somebody who has the iPad version is to just capture the audio off of the system. It, usually streamers and stuff like that will have that kind of stuff on hand. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's no sweat for like me or you know the homies like Rob KTA, uh, Circuit Bird. But like, <clears throat> yeah, that's the that's the main drawback. If you had an iPad, I would say get that version because it's just as good, if not better, because they've they've done some upgrades. That one's actually Core Gadget Two, the sequel. So, <laughs> that's, <laughs> is that in the title? No, oh. <laughs> I just like adding that on there. <laughs> got you, got you. So, is it just the tool, the doll? Uh, uh, you'll have to elaborate on that just a little bit. So. Is the doll just a tool, or is it the the creator, the producer, the um, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself when you're fucking around on there? Is it like, is it just a tool, or does the doll actually matter? Uh, the doll doesn't matter for real. Like, well, except for Ableton. Ableton sucks. I hate to say it, man. I hate Ableton so what? much. Oh, we're gonna get, <laughs> I we're gonna get so many emails. We're gonna get so many emails. <laughs> <laughs> Red- redirect those emails to at that Andy guy at twitter.com I'm <laughs> y'all heard that <laughs> please do that we'll follow up on that but yeah. um like the, the doll is just a means to win like the real creativity should be up top in the dome mm-hmm. like I get the ideas um and I just use that as a tool to put it down you know what I mean yeah sometimes I'll come in to like, I'll sit down at the computer and I won't have anything particular in mind, but uh, I might hear one drum sound and then a whole idea just pops up in my head. And I'm like, oh, all right, well, we got something now. 
Yeah, I feel that too. Like the even like any sample or the drum, like even the tone kind of gives me the idea and direction already um, loosely. Uh, but for some reason, I feel like, man, I feel like there's a mob coming from you. I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> you're, gonna be, you're gonna see so many cars coming out to Alabama. <laughs> Look, man, there's there's a phrase that I started saying when I started streaming, and I was like, you know, if somebody disagrees with me, or you know, especially on like something that I take very seriously, I'm mm-hmm. like, I will I will pay for a ticket for you to come out to my place, and I'll beat you up and give you an Uber back to the airport. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I believe it, man. I already already got the uh, I already heard the background and you know um, how jacked you are already. I'm pretty sure it's just like, yeah, come at me, come at now, me. I don't fight fair either, okay? Because I was always taught like if you're gonna fight, you're wrong anyway. So you might as well fight dirty. So yeah, yeah, to win, <laughs> to win, exactly. Uh, sorry, yeah, to win. So do you have any uh, go-to VSTs, or do you have any hardware of your own? Uh, hardware is something I've always wanted, but I just don't have the money for it. Mm-hmm. Um, hence why I got into Reason to begin with, because uh, the rack reminded me a lot of messing with um, hardware. Like, you can actually even just press the freaking tab key and, like, rewire stuff the way you want it. It's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um but as far as like VSTs that I go to specifically, um, not really. Um, I just kind of <laughs> go with the flow, you know. If I sometimes I might know what kind of sound I need, and I can, um, you know, open up uh, some kind of synthesizer or a sample and put effects or tweak it to the way I need, and it just works out. Got you. So, what does Andy do? Like, what, ooh, what does Andy do when he's sitting at a blank doll? Like, how do you get started, man? Well, uh, first I pick up my phone and start scrolling Twitter for about twenty minutes. Um, okay. Okay. I click like on the cool stuff, of course. Gotcha. But uh, <laughs> in all seriousness, though, in all seriousness, though, um, I don't have any like. Uh, I don't have a template. It's literally just like a blank slate. I just, I, I log into Reason and there's nothing. So uh, the first thing I might do most of the time is just go through drum samples. Um, or if I have a chord prog- progression in mind, I'll just open up like a piano sound real quick because like I don't want to forget what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It, could, it could exit my mind at any given moment. So I got to get that down first. And uh, then I just build from there. Nice, nice. So sounds simple, but um, yeah, it's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 simplified because you have uh, a mastery at it, you know. So it, you kind of do it with ease now. Um, yeah, I, I thought about it recently, and I was like, man, I've really been at this for almost twenty years now. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy, man. Um, I hope to also get that. Uh, stripe as well. I don't see myself stopping anytime soon, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I hope you don't. No, man, because it's you know it's it's a journey, dude. You have to stick it out, and you have to keep pushing yourself, um, you know, to grow. Because if not, then you fucking it's like it's like anything you do, you know. Exactly. Like you know, I don't know you don't want to like just give up on something you put that much time into, especially when you. I don't know. I feel like this is personally like my calling in life, right? Mm-hmm. 
like I, <clears throat> something just clicked back in like 2011, 2012. Actually, I know exactly when it did. I was listening to um, just to a bunch of stuff and I was, like Machine Drum. I was first introduced to Machine Drum back then. Uh, listening to a lot of Joshua Morris. So a lot of people who just don't care what other people think. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're just doing their thing. And then I heard um, Motorway by um, Fear of Dark, and I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm I'm doing this. So we're we're making we're making some music because I was ready to quit then. I, I actually almost quit completely that year um, when I heard these new musics. And so I made a, a remix of. Uh, Dan and Sakura's theme, Sakura. I'm sorry, I keep saying stuff wrong. But no, um, Alpha Street Fire Alpha Two. You played too got many games. You played, you've got mom brain for the games, dude. I mean, for real, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I made that remix and ended up getting posted on OC Remix, and everyone was like, "Oh, this is dope," and all this other stuff. And I was like, "You know what? I'm, I'm gonna stick with it." And so, yeah, yeah I feel yeah. like I got off on a tangent somewhere. <laughs> yeah ah oh, dude that's fine I mean it's like it's part of the podcast you know so I mean we're here for you Andy so oh. I'm glad you took the time you know um so you have DJ before correct uh yeah obviously cause I, I I've been working on the cover in that picture you sent me so yeah unless you're just standing oh, yeah. up there looking like a cool ass guy which happens you know, um, <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> um, so the DJ versus the producer, should one be perfectly skilled at both before jumping into the scene? What do you think? Absolutely not. Gotcha. No way. Like, I, you see it too many times, too. Like, people will, um, you know, they'll, they'll, talk, they'll talk about wanting to make music, but... They, they, they put too much into trying to be perfect on the first first try, you know? Mm-hmm. You won't be perfect. I remember the first few tracks I put on SoundCloud, which uh, I need to find those and, like, re-upload them as something. But I used to get a lot of uh, comments saying, oh, well, you need to fix this, or uh, this, this mixing is garbage and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay. And, um, yeah, you don't need to be the best to just make music, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to be the best DJ. There's some scenes that might, you know, try to clown you and stuff, and, you know, you just take it with stride and keep doing your thing. Next thing you know, you're better than them. And they're just like, oh, uh, well, uh, my bad, dude. Like, I guess you're legit. Hey, so, let's collab. <laughs> exactly. Hey, collab, bro? Uh, we're- <laughs> <laughs> collab, bro, looking ass. <laughs> I miss that meme, Loki. <laughs> yeah. Bring it back. Yeah, so bring, bring, it, bring it back by uh, being humble. Dude, we will. Um, I, honestly, I've been working on a complete new sound design, bro. So it's like I can't really release too much with, without it. It's going to be so different, you know, um, after that. So for me, at least. But well, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, man, I'll send you some I'll send you some stuff. I actually have a little something cooking with Shay. And the first, when he first heard it, he was just like, I can definitely see Andy on this. Um, and oh, I can kind of no. see it, too. So, uh, <laughs> But, yeah, I don't want to speak too much about it. But, yes, we'll, we'll get something going, man. Um, this year. <laughs> this year, bro. Uh, word, word. So, too many plugins or not enough plugins, man? Mm. 
There's too many. There's too many plugins, bro. Because, uh, I don't know. Like, most of the stuff I make is actually using just stock stuff, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't buy too much. Um, I mean, I have some sounds I've accumulated over the past 20 years, of course. Um, but it was mainly things that, like, my friend Todd got. Uh, Todd, man, oh, my goodness. I need to send this podcast to him whenever we're finished and it's posted because uh, shout out to him for also keeping me in the game uh, super talented guy shout out, shout out. Uh, made uh, made some music for Transly TI like oh, nice. out of control <laughs> so um, he's about to have he and his wife are going to have twins soon so I, I can imagine he won't have too much time for music but one of these days he'll have time to hear come, this podcast the comeback so. is going to be real <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> But, um, actually, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, plugins. Um, there's too many of them. Also, like, don't, don't get, don't focus on, like, what plugins you have and don't have. Like, well, that's something I see too much, too. Like, I feel like this whole podcast is me complaining about stuff that I see on the internet. <laughs> yeah, no, it's on, and that's good because some people need to hear that, you know? Like, you know, sometimes people are just stuck in their head, like, oh, man, I need to get this, I need to get, uh, uh, damn, I can't even think of one fucking Omnisphere, which I'm thinking about getting, actually. <clears throat> I saw, I, I saw, but I saw it was a big-ass fucking, big-ass fucking file, and, like, before we even started recording the whole Mac thing, you know, um, I've become very patient, so. Oh, yeah. So you have, you have to. to be. Yeah, you really have to be. But, no, people need to understand that, too, that you don't need a lot of stuff, man. Like I said, um, I got really big into working with very minimum. Uh, one of those Electribes is a sampler, so you only really have what you put into it. And then you only really have, like, reverb, uh, flagger, and you can change the pitch or reverse. So you only have so many options, but that's kind of like, you know, where creativity comes from, you know, from the very basis of it. Exactly. Because uh, if not, like, like, some VSTs are just as big and massive as the doll you're using. Like, you fucking mm-hmm. spend your whole music career trying to figure out uh, Serum or something, you know? Exactly. What are, you, what are you about to do with Serum when you can't even write a lick anyway? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got Serum. I'm the best. It's like, all right, what have you made? Uh, well, I know what this knob does. <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy because I've, I've literally seen that in person and I'm just like okay fam like that's cool and I just, I just go about my business meanwhile the computer at home will have like a 144 megahertz processor junk crashes anytime you try to load like freaking citrus on FL you know like, yeah. <laughs> it was it was bad but I was making heat unfortunately all my FL stuff has been lost due to hard drive crashes but uh, yeah that's yeah. that's sad it's a sad yeah. feeling, you know. But you kind of, kind of, you have to depart from it because, like, what can you do? Uh, yeah, you know, you, you just cry it out that one day and, you know, move on. Yeah. <laughs> I still have all my old uh, PCs, like, up in my closet, like, not working, you know. Hopefully I can probably get that stuff off of there soon. You know, the hard drives are still good, but just um, a lot of... I hate to say it, but a lot of illegally downloading music in the early days, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good old LimeWire, Napster. Oh, no, that was even earlier. That oh, shoot. Earlier. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was only doing DJing first, you know, so, um, uh, you know. 
but man, I have such a more of a fondness of where I'm at now, being a creator and like fully supporting artists all the way, you know, because you have to. Um, you, you just really have to, you know. Like we're the only ones who really know like that struggle. So of course we're gonna put we're gonna put it back into the community what you know what they give to us too. That's that's, that's another thing that is. Oh, I feel like it's gotta change on the. Uh, in the grand scheme of things as far as music goes because um like we got <laughs> we gotta like support everybody like you know we see the celebrities doing their thing and that's sick and yeah sure they came from nothing too but we can't be like oh well you know shout out to so and so who doesn't even know we exist but yeah we got all the homies who we came up with and we're not saying anything about them like come on yeah, yeah, and that's why a little bit of that music I don't feel bad for because most of the people I did rip were already like already top of the line and have been making music for years and years and years. Um, like for real, just uh, like I wouldn't even be mad if somebody was downloading my stuff for free. Like that's just more people with their ears on my music. Yeah, and I mean it's a lot of it inspired, you know, me and just who I am as a person today. You know, with I'm sure that's with other people as well, but. You know, at some point, you you got to break even. And these last these last several years, man, like I've been just, or maybe five years, you know, like I've been paying for like everything, and it's, you know, I've been getting gigs, and they've been paying for itself back. So it's kind of like the cycle is complete. <laughs> Which oh yeah, that's pretty dope. That's always a good feeling when you can be like, all right, I finished this job, I got this money. And I'm about to order a pizza and also get this new plugin that I want. <laughs> In my case, chiptune stuff, because I'm like really into chiptunes, but hate trackers. So like I'll get whatever chiptune plugins. Yeah, cool. yeah, definitely. I, I, we need to get uh, Grizz on the show. Um, I know he recently uh, became a father, so. Oh, yeah. But Shout out to yes, being a father. Yes, yes. Oh, I guess congratulations on that. Yeah, we'll definitely get him on. We'll definitely have to get him on at, uh, at some point. Um, <clears throat> before we before we get ready to wrap it up here, man, do you have any any future projects going on? Uh, any shows? Any new music? Do I? Streams? <laughs> but uh, streaming has kind of been put on hold because I'm trying to recover a lot of money uh, right now. Uh, I kind of got the shaft on a job. Um, <laughs> so... I gotta basically work my butt off to get that back, and uh, I won't get into too many details as much as I want to put this perf- this person on blast, but uh, we won't do that just yet. Um, so yeah, I've just been working a lot, so streaming is kind of taking a backseat as um, as much as I hate to admit that. Um, sorry to my subscribers, you feel free to take your four ninety nine and uh, put it elsewhere to someone who actually streams regularly. Um, as far as projects, though, like the, the the list is is endless. If we're gonna be completely honest, I have too many ideas written down and floating around in my head. Um, I am actually working on a couple of game projects, though. Um, Ooh, nice. Specifically, the sequel to the one platformer that I referenced earlier with Notion, um, mm-hmm. Super Ubi Island Two. So that one's nice. gonna be pretty cool. Um, another game. A little indie game called Queen Size that's uh, that came out. Um, I'm gonna have to check that out. But, to check that yeah, it's uh, I'm gonna be doing the music for the expansion, so 
Um, you can find it on itch. It's called Queen Size by uh, Fungal Void with uh, two eyes and void, right? Fumble, um, fumble void? Fungal, like fungal uh, as in void. mushroom, like gotcha, fungus. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, one project that's pretty stinking huge that I can't say one word about or else I will get shot in the forehead by a sniper in this tree outside of my room probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to keep that one under wraps. Um, but that's going to be probably like way later this year. Uh, cannot wait to tell people about that one. I'm, I'm what? <laughs> I'm yeah, still man. dumbfounded that I'm on it. I'm on it anyway. Um, nice. I can't wait either, man. Uh, what else? Uh, plenty of personal projects. Uh, you mentioned Shady Monk, aka Shay, aka the the goodest individual in the world. Um, Saint. We have like a joint project that uh, we kind of had to put on hold because all this mess I'm going through, but it's still yeah. happening. Um, shows I've kind of put on hold as far as like DJing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, time constraints. Uh, I might I might be doing something like June, July-ish, but for the most part, I put those on hold too, so. Okay. Um, is there anybody you would like to like link us to have us like rabbit hole to them who is somebody you would like to see on third coast base radio Mm. uh well if if it wasn't for him basically leaving twitter forever uh i would say joshua morris right he's he was a huge influence on me um Mm -hmm. but he's kind of been like yo f the internet I'll, i'll just post the music and that's it bye so um yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he probably doesn't want to be on it. Um, really cool dude, though, for real. Um, maybe Rukunetsu. He's he's a pretty dope dude. Makes music consistently, like tons of stuff. Uh, also goes by Project R. Um, crap, let me see if I can pull up his band camp real quick. You could output a little um, doom, 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 doom. You can put like some brakes on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> uh, Freaking my internet sucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Projectr.bandcamp.com and uh, yeah, really super chill dude. Really talented. Insane amount of music online right now. Like, 1, 2, 3, 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, 24, 20, 8, 32, th- what the heck? <laughs> it's like 40 freaking albums on here. Oh, it's out of wow. control. Oh. So, yeah, he's been doing work for as long as I have, if not longer, like, before I met him and stuff. So, yeah, that's, that's, that man's a legend, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, oh, no, dude, you should have saw my face. I had, like, that, the, that... Starbucks white girl jaw job like oh my god are you serious yeah that's a lot, bro I'm impressed yeah. that's fucking he's a real one yeah hearing the sound evolve over the years and everything has just been just crazy and uh yeah he's, he's the homie I get him on talk to him yeah dude I would definitely do that definitely gonna do that um <clears throat> well before we get out of here um where can people find you uh, you can basically find me just about anywhere. Just type in that Andy guy on Google, and you'll find me on like <laughs> pretty much every platform. I'm on SoundCloud, that Andy guy. Um, I 
accent. Well, SoundCloud's weird because you got to put dashes in between each word, which is dumb. Um, Twitter.com slash that Andy guy. Uh, no, no weird stuff. No crazy spellings from like the hood or something. It's just I'm just that Andy guy. Um, let's see. Where else am I? Newgrounds.com. Uh, Bandcamp. OnlyFans. Well, I mean, you won't find anything on the page, but it does exist. Yeah, it does exist. Um, <laughs> you know, y'all just start subscribing them, so he has to put pressure on putting an ID on there, so y'all can get like those workout if I get, videos. While he's... If I get one hundred <laughs> subscribers, I will, I will, I will buy some assless chaps and <laughs> yes. work out videos with them. <laughs> Bro, you, you, you spoke this out to the universe. Now it must happen. It must. Oh happen. no, I messed up. First, first I disabled, and now I make claims that I've, oh my god what if that actually, oh my goodness <laughs> forget, forget that last part I'm not that men in black flashy thing y'all in the face real quick <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man um, do you have uh, any any final thoughts, anything you want to say the floor is all yours Andy final thoughts um, well well, this is like my first podcast I've been on, so I think this was pretty cool. What? I actually, um... <laughs> also, yes, yes, awesome. So, uh, yeah, this is this is pretty dope. Um, I've been wanting to do my own, but again, I got, it got put on hold for reasons. Mm-hmm. But that'll still happen at some point this year. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of hungry. That's, that's, that's a thought. Um, <laughs> I probably should whip up something. <laughs> if, 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 I like to eat a lot, uh... I, I I definitely like eat what feels like my weight in food every day. Mm. You got to. I got to keep the energy up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's see what other what other thoughts do I have. Kirby's pretty cool. He's like my favorite video game character. So and, I haven't uh, played the new one, dude. I've been too yo, busy. Yo, the new one is godlike. <sighs> yo, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it next month. Yo, I'm gonna take a little break and fucking I'm gonna run that shit. Please do. I'm, I might. I might speed run the game while I'm over here playing. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's another thing I'm into is speed running. That's, that's. I'm like damn near obsessed. Have you been doing it on the uh, stream? Uh, that's that was one of the, my big things on stream was speed running. Um, I like competitive fighting games too, but I'm not as good as I used to be. Um, I can be there pretty quickly. I just don't have the time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, video games, baby. yeah there's nothing wrong with that man well andy i'm glad you took the time out to be with us here in this this little space where we're all connected at the same time uh if you're wearing headphones or wherever you choose to listen to us at and we also appreciate anyone and the people that are listening uh for taking the time out to you know listen support these artists um, because at the end of the day, like we got to support each other. We got to be there for each other. You know, we don't, we don't support Ableton users though. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, I feel like a politician where I gotta, uh, you know, say, well, <clears throat> you know what? If you're working hard, man, and you know it, fucking, Hit a little bit more than that that heart. Fucking repost that shit. Because you're going to forget about it, dude. Let's be honest. In that timeline, like, repost that shit. You never know repost what it. might happen. You know. Also comment. 
and, yes. and press the like button. Like and subscribe. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like and subscribe. Who up? Real, real podcast hours. Smash that MF play button. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this has been uh, Kid Luna and that guy Andy um, and Third Coast Base Radio, baby. We'll see y'all in the next episode.
are now listening to Third Coast Base Radio.
Yo, that mix was beautiful. Really enjoyed that so much. Yo, we got Matthew Zayner on the line, a.k.a. Infinite Error. Say what's up to the people, Matt. What's going on, y'all? Yo, that was super dope. I really enjoyed that. Um, so let's just go ahead and jump right into it, man. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Who's Matthew? What's your background story? Where are you from? You know, uh, my dad was in the Air Force for 20 years, so uh, we traveled all around the world. Uh, you know, I lived in Japan, I've lived in Alaska, Australia, uh, Belgium, uh, you know, but about 10 years ago, I came to Austin, and this is the longest I've lived anywhere, uh, but I definitely had some uh, worldly experiences uh, at uh you know, in my in my pocket, and so you know that's that's where I'm coming from. And uh, yeah, Austin has treated me well, um, and you know, I, I just I really like it here. So yeah. Okay. And so being in Austin, did that kind of influence um, you know your music? Um, like, did you have any previous musical history before coming to Austin, or what was what was the story behind that? Do you have some classical training? Were you in band or choir or something, or where'd your musical upbringing come from? You know, when I was about 13 years old, uh, I was at Bush Gardens in uh, Florida, and I was playing a carnival game, and I won, and the prizes were uh, flat panel TV, uh, Xbox 360, or turntables. And you already know, I <laughs> the turntables. Nice. And, uh, the rest was history. I started producing at about 14. Uh, I actually started with electronic music, and, you know, Avicii was, uh, you know, a big inspiration for me. And, um, you know, I... Uh, you know, essentially, uh, you know, grew up in in, in, in that uh, space, really. You know, and then when when uh, you know he died and, and passed away, that was uh, you know really really hard for me. Uh, you know, because I, I saw myself in him, right? Yeah. Uh, so, but you know, the, the electronic music was first, and I did that up until I was about. Uh, probably 22, 23 years old. And, uh, you know, since I got to Texas, that's where I started doing hip hop instrumentals. And, you know, that's where you hear the the Texas flavor because uh, when I got here, you know, I really wanted to aim for that. And so that's what I, that's what I started doing. I started, uh, you know, striving to, to find that Texas sound. Definitely. Yeah. I was just going to ask that, you know, um, clearly in your music, you can hear that heavy Southern influence. Right. Um, So at what point did you decide that Infinite Era was the moniker that you wanted to perceive? Um, Like, when did that was there something that inspired that moment or, you know, how did Infinite Era become born? Definitely. Um, Yeah. So. I have a, a massive digital footprint. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm tapped into, uh, you know, creating different groups, uh, you know, making videos go viral sometimes. 
I think that's where we um, found each other. Yeah, I think my friend Luna, he sent me uh, he sent me your page, and then I think you had a pinned tweet, and it's just got, like, a fucking couple million views of some dude in Texas being real fucking Texan, and I was like, yep, that sounds like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, so, you know, basically, uh, long story short, they... Uh, this video went viral, uh, five million views within like three days, just something stupid. And uh, the guy got caught up in a tornado, his truck flipped over, uh, and then he drove away, uh, you know, like there was nothing. And they ended up giving the guy a, a, a brand new truck. It was pretty cool. Um, nice. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna have to uh, make a stop up there uh, to Whataburger and uh, let him know that he owes me a part of that truck. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but 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 yeah, man. I mean, it, uh, it it's 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 been a lot of fun, you know, with this infinite error name. Uh, but there. I've always, I've always kind of sort of been in, in trouble too. So uh, only recently, uh, you know, I have found success really in in life uh, because yeah, up until about three years ago, you know, I was running into problems with the law and uh, <laughs> yeah, so it was, it's like an infinite error. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And so yeah, that's that's where that comes from as well. No, I totally understand that, man. When you're uh, when you're young, man, you do some dumb shit. I've, I've been on that spectrum as well. I'm still yeah. still climbing out of a bunch of that shit. But you, you, like you said, days do get better, and better days are coming. You know. Yep. Yep. That's it. That's it. So let's talk about like your mix. I mean, obviously, it was um, you know inspired or you know at least the infinite era project is inspired by that southern those southern tones but for this mix where did that track selection come out of was that intentional uh because i really enjoyed it yeah uh so i have been working on this mix you know since you told me we were gonna uh we were gonna do this uh show uh, last month and so I, i started hammering out some uh some tracks and you know the, the way uh, the way my girl puts it, she used to uh, she used to really really get me going, and uh, and I would feed off of her energy, and she would just she, she would listen to something, and, and then she and she would be shouting in the background, Kanye that shit, Kanye that shit, <laughs> and so and, and then she says you know uh, every time. Yeah, she would come back, you know, the mix would get better and better. And uh, so that's that's what I was aiming for. Again, I, I could just hear her in the back going, Kanye, that shit. Nice. And so, yeah, that's that's what I did there. So what exactly, uh, is there, a, like, you know, artist in particular? Because, okay, so... Uh, there's this new quote-unquote genre going around, and it's called Funk, P-H-O-N-K, or something like that. But it's basically kind of like that Southern trap, almost lo-fi-ish, really sexy, basically what you were doing. Um, I, I don't know. It's this kind of music, I feel like, this blending of music has been around for a while. But are there artists in particular that like kind of inspire your particular soundscape? 
Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's a it's a wide array of uh, of talented artists. Um, you know, Kanye is definitely up there. Like I said, uh, I, I, I really uh, am inspired by what he does. Yeah. Um, and then let's see, uh, like I said, growing up Avicii, and so uh, I would I would I would watch uh, YouTube videos, uh, you know, about how to create different synths or you know right now i'm still watching uh you know electronic tutorials uh, about how to uh you know different ways to make uh bass plugs or, or whatever it may be you know from john summit right now i'm really digging nice. uh, you know, john summit sound uh and, and then likes luger uh he was uh, very instrumental. Yeah, in he's got one of the best drum uh, kits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lex Luger, uh, Southside. Um, let's see, who else? Who else? Um, Scream. Old school. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can keep naming them. Uh, there's, there's a ton of them. Yeah, yeah it's, it's always interesting to hear, like, where a person's influence is from, because I, I just think, you know, there's uh, so many of them, it's honestly ridiculous. Like, when I just think about my journey and through electronic music, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. you know, like, do you feel like, you know, being an artist on the electronic music path, like, is there a couple of things that you learned, you know, that you might not have learned otherwise, you know what I mean? Um, let's see. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a tough one. Um, I, I, I really wouldn't say that, uh, the, well, now let me take that back. You know, the, the electronic scene, uh, asks for, more of a oh gosh what do I say uh, you know like like my my instrumentals um, they're they're just aching for a vocal right yeah you know and, and then it, it can it can be the same sixteen bars and then you know eight bar breakdown and then it comes back to the same sixteen bars but then when when you're doing a, a electronic track uh, you know in the EDM space then they want it to be more of a story without the vocals. And then, you know, sometimes uh, the vocals just uh, are provided. Like, I don't know if you, uh, if you remember, uh, the Dead Mouse created uh, that song, I think it was called The Belt. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then, and then uh, there was, uh, you know, some random guy that just decided to put some vocals over it and he loved it and he was sitting there on the live and he's like oh my gosh it's amazing yeah so, i remember that video so, mm -hmm. yeah i mean uh, any anything can happen though in, in in music like that though so that's what i love about it definitely yeah and i yeah. i think that's probably uh, uh, what amazes me the most just the infinite variations because even if you you know kind of lay out a track and you're you know, there, someone can literally just mention one thing to you and it changes your complete perspective of what this track actually was. Um, and it becomes a completely yeah. different thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So if you could go back 
and give yourself some advice 10 years ago or someone who's listening to this podcast right now, maybe, uh, you know, a younger up and coming producer, um, like what advice would you give yourself or that producer right now? Mm, let's see. You know, I, I would just say to focus on breaking out of your shell, your shell. Uh, you know, don't don't try and replicate what the next person does. You can learn from them, you know, like, like I talked about, you know, learn from John Summit or Avicii. Yeah. But at the, at the end of the day, you know, just, you know, let it happen. Just let it happen. And, uh, and, and you can create some amazing stuff. Um, and I work on, most of my stuff in the early morning hours uh, because my brain actually isn't even working yet. So, <laughs> you know, it's very abstract, right? Yeah, and so. that's, that's really good advice because one, I, I have, there's a lot of producers that, you know, they always say that, you know, I'm having trouble finding my sound. And I usually tell them, you know, you're probably having trouble finding your particular sound because you're trying to replicate another person's sound. You know, um, and it's interesting that you say, you know, you work on your tracks in the early morning hours when your brain isn't really even functioning correctly. And then I'm pretty sure you probably like edit it later on. But um, yeah, I, I think like having those creative juices flowing, not comparing yourself to others and just really experimenting, you know, and having fun. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So what I'll do is, uh, you know, I'll, I'll start creating in, in the early morning hours at about. I'll wake up at about, you know, three, four in the morning and then, you know, start working on that track and, uh, and I'll fall back asleep, uh, you know, about six or seven and, and then I'll come back to it and, and you, you need that, you need that time away from the track as well Definitely. You know, to, to refresh your ears. So it's, it's a healthy break. Yeah. And so then when you, and then when you come back to it, you know, you can, Say okay, yeah, this uh, this doesn't fit, you know, or uh, you know, you'll find a, a new sound in a sample pack and throw that in there, and that might just be a, a complete track at that point, you know, that, that yeah. one little sound that uh, just a pluck or, or, or um, a, a siren, and then whatever it may be. Definitely. Yeah. When I was at Full Sail, that's one of, one of my mentors said um, it's, it's uh, basically, you know, it's drunk, creative writing and then sober editing. You know what I mean? Um, yes. So, you know, like you said, you wake up, and your brain's not even functioning. So you're kind of just like putting shit together that sounds good. And then later you take a second look at it when you've had some time to, you know, uh, that's yep. a pretty good strategy right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I just knock them out, too, you know, uh, I mean, there, there might be three or four that I start working on um, and, and just get some ideas going, right? Yeah. Yep. So, and we've kind of already like segued into this a little bit, but let's like hop into your mind as a producer. So what doll do you use to produce your music? So 
I have worked in Ableton for the longest time. Uh, when I started, uh, I believe it was Sony Acid Music Pro. Nice. Um, but yeah, I've been working in Ableton for, for the longest time, and that's where I have devoted uh, most of my work. Um, I have tried Fruity Loops and some other DAWs, uh, but really, you know, would just like to focus my, my time and, and my efforts on, on this one that I know and just master it, really. And even then, you know, there's, there's, there's still things, you know, because I've been working with Ableton, I guess, for uh, probably 15 years. Um, okay. And there's 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 always uh, new stuff that, that I'm learning and um, yeah yeah. But other than uh, you know with Ableton, uh, I have uh, I have a lot of plugins that I use. Um, Serum is one of them. Uh, Omnisphere. Uh, I fucking love Omnisphere. It's so good. <laughs> yeah yeah. It's 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 wonderful. Um, let's see. What else? What's what's another good one? Uh, operator, right there in Ableton. Stock. Yeah, Ableton um, has a shit ton of like most of their stock plugins. The only stock plugin that I'm like slightly not okay with is the reverb. But then they made up with it with the convolution reverb Max for Live device. <laughs> I was like, all right, I, have, I don't have no need to complain. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and luckily, yeah, there are some some other pretty good uh, reverb uh, VSTs out there. Uh, Valhalla has yeah. created some really good stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So when you open up like a blank project file, like how do you begin to create your music? Hmm. Well, uh, so. The template that I have set up is actually, uh, it's, it, it shouldn't have ever been a template to begin with. So I have to, uh, you know, sort of delete some things and then, uh, and, and then change the, uh, the, the tempo, you know, I'm, I'm all over the place with the tempo. I do drum and bass. And so that's all the way up to 180 and then bring it down to some hip hop or yeah. uh, the, the uh, house tracks that I do, you know, so all over the place. So yeah, and then set the uh, set the BPM, you know, sort of what I what I want to have it at. Uh, and then I like to either I start with the percussion, you know, and, and, and sort of get the get the rhythm going first, and and, and then get a get a sample in there. Um, but sometimes it's uh, the way around, um, yeah. you know, the, the sample comes first and, and then I might like to chop it, uh, and, and then I form the drums around that, you know, so because, and sometimes that's a lot easier because, uh, you know, you want to have the, the right key. So you want to, you know. Right. And, and do you have a... Do you have like a, is it all inside the doll or do you have like a piece of hardware that you kind of go to all the time or is it just all in the doll? Uh, I have no hardware, but there is a guy that uh, I work with in Florida and he's got some hardware. So when I transfer him some files, 
uh, it gets it gets run through that. Um, yeah, but that's the only uh, hardware that, uh, that that would be in my sound. Um, and some of those songs are, uh, are are on Spotify too. Um, yeah. Nice. So tell me, what does Infinite Era have happening in the future? You got some new tracks you're working on. You got some shows you're going to be playing potentially. Um, maybe a live stream or something. Like, what do you got going for you in the future? Well, I mean, so now that I have a pretty solid uh, catalog of beats, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to approach another local artist um and, and and see if we can get some uh some vocals over uh these instrumentals and uh yeah yeah i i would really like to do that and then release uh you know an album so nice so you're definitely just trying to get a couple of artists to possibly collaborate with on your uh you know your beat tapes or what you have going right now yeah, yeah. so and do they, you they want that too so do, do you Oh, right. So would you like to focus more so on that side of the project, like the like the vocalist side so that you can have like a complete album or do you, are you trying to do like one shots kind of like how do you feel? Yeah, I, I would like to, you know, make it a, a complete thing. And, uh, you know, I'm all about visuals. So uh, a music video has definitely always been in the plans um it's just all about uh putting it all together yeah so yeah i, I think uh, i've got some good momentum right now so and let me ask have you have you done any live shows yet yes uh well i i, I used to do a lot of live shows um and i think the last one that i did uh it was in it was downtown austin and I opened up for Dave Lux, and okay. he was an artist. He was a trap artist from uh, Brussels, and he was doing. He was opening his, uh, kicking off his nationwide tour in Austin. And so when I found out about it, uh, I, I, I think I direct messaged him on Twitter. And I said, I've got to open for you. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and we made it happen. He, he, he told me who the uh, promoter was and, and you know, they, they all put it. So that's, yeah, that's yeah. super dope, man. That's actually pretty. That's one thing I love about like Twitter versus other social medias. It's yeah. it's a lot more like your the artist is probably going to respond to you if they're like a real person versus yeah. their other social medias, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, some of the other, that's, that's the thing too. Like some of the other bigger artists, you know, I have reached out to them, you know, there's, there's, there's no shame in that. And, and so, you know, <laughs> right? you just, just got to put it out there and, you know, who knows, he might look at it. Right. But some of these other artists that are, you know, on your level, you know, try to, try to link up with them. And uh, and I would say that would be that would be my advice too. You know, some yeah. of the some of the guys who are still up and coming, uh, try and link up with them and and, and uh, work as a group together. You know. Yeah, definitely. And I, I don't know, man. And uh, this is the one thing that's like been bothering me about the EDM community for a little bit. Is just like 
everything is like, okay, they're all shouting community, but the community just turns out to be like a clique, you know what I mean? And it's like just a group of people and they're all, but it's like, it's not really a community because it's like this inclusive niche, whatever the hell you want to call it, you know what I mean? Or exclusive, not even inclusive, excuse me, but you know what I mean? And it like, it always kind of devolves into that. So it's like, okay, where is the community that's like an actual community? Um, because yeah. with me, when I first got into like the rave community, this was when, you know, Hardstyle and Gabber was still really like it was like rave culture, candy kids. You know what I mean? Like DJ Marsky and Cuddle Puddles and things like that. But you don't see that at all anymore. It's not it's not incredibly inclusive. It all feels like there is just like this niche community and everyone's the cool kid sitting at the table, you know. So I would like That's for true. us to go back to that. Mm, yeah, that's that's true. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I, I run a pretty large Facebook group here in Austin. It's uh, Austin EDM Nightlife. And, you know, I, I, I've seen some of the stuff that uh, goes on in, in that group, and I, I completely understand. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I've, I've taken a back seat. There have been uh, moderators that have, have come in and, you know, they've, they've made proposals about how to make this group better. And uh, it's, it's actually pretty amazing that, uh, that they're taking care of this, um, you know, while I can just sit back and be like, uh, all right, well, here's what we're going to do. You know, we're going we're gonna to vote on it. You know, and look, I, I really don't like you know, discriminating against you know these people or these people. So we need to figure out a, a solution. And, and, and so, but yeah, there's like there's like five or six different moderators and like two or three admins on, on that page, and um, it's it's grown to be something pretty amazing. Uh, and and we're, we're we're keeping it strictly local. Uh, or at least trying to as best we can. And so, yeah, yes. I think, I think, and, and when I started that group, you know, I felt like that's something that could really help uh, the Austin EDM scene. You know, just a central place where people know where the best shows are, are going to be for that night, you know, without a doubt, put it up there. And uh, so, yeah, and I wanted to know about those shows too. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I got to see all of that uh, come through and just got to see who was coming through each night. So, badass. Well, yeah. so this is like one of my favorite parts of the interview because, like I said earlier before, the music universe is infinitely expanding. But if there were a couple of people that you could recommend for the pack podcast, like you were recommended, um, who would you recommend to be on here? Couple of people you want to shout out, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, well, like I said, I work with uh, a guy in Florida, and he goes by uh, Mysterious Music or Cancel Beats. Uh, Raphael. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's a great artist, and, and uh, he's. He, he works more in the Latin space. Um, he's Puerto Rican. 
Okay. And so, yeah, yeah. Does I, he have I bass in his working. music? Does he have what? Bass. Bass music? Yes, I'm just talking shit. I'm like, does he have bass in his music? Because it's his third coast, so he can definitely be a part of it. <laughs> Even if it's just oh. a bass guitar. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, he's got... He's got a killer bass. He's got a killer bass. And, uh, you know, he's, he's the one with the hardware and, you know, he, he is more detailed than I am even, you know? So, yeah, we were talking about the, the the abstract ideas, uh, the, the, the drunk ideas and then the sober editing. Yeah. And and that's, that's where he is really good is the sober editing. (laughs) Really, really detailed in that. And I, I love it. Uh, And I love the Latin flavor, you know, and sometimes, uh, that works well with, uh, with what I'm trying to do. So. Definitely. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to have to link with you after this. I can get this information to reach out. Um, yeah. that's, that's like the best part of this podcast because I, it's just it's just infinitely expanding and there's so much talent out there you know um, just being able yeah. to meet you online and hear your music and you give me a little bit of your time and express your own creativity to you know the goddamn universe at this point because it's a podcast but um, I, I appreciate yeah. that and I like expanding further down you know yeah, and, and this guy's got a great beat catalog. Oh, man, it's it's good. So where can people find you on the interwebs? Do you want people to listen to you on Spotify or you want people to, like, look up your uh, forbidden MySpace that no one knows about? No, nah, where, where can people find you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so they can go to, uh, you know, Infinite Error on Twitter uh, although it might be Infinite Error X on on Twitter, yeah, let me see. Yeah, Infinite Error X on Twitter, and it is uh, Infinite Error on Instagram uh, without the X. Um, but you can listen to all of my newest stuff on SoundCloud. Okay. Um, yeah, and then when I work with uh, Cancel Beats. And, you know, some of the stuff will, will turn up on Spotify. So. All right. And yeah. Matt, one question. This is one of the newer questions of this season. But what is your dream as an artist? My dream as an artist is really just to, you know, I, I just I love creating and so I guess my, my, my favorite part about it is, you know, you'll, you'll create this song and then 10 years go by and then you come back to it and, you know, it's, it's playing in some random space. Uh, you know, your friends might have uh, acquired it, downloaded it and put it, uploaded it onto a game or whatever it might be. Uh, but but when it turns up ten years later, uh, I'm I'm blown away by 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 the work that I do. Um, honestly, you know when I look at it, uh, damn right as you should be. It's your art. Yeah, yeah. So and, and some some people believe that uh, you know producing in Ableton is similar to flying a plane. So <laughs> I take a lot of pride <laughs> in my work. 
Definitely. No, that, that longevity, um, I've been probably doing this. Yeah. It's, I fucking graduated in 2010. Yeah. It's been a little bit over a decade now. And, uh, Sometimes I am at a party and the DJ just throws on one of my tracks and I'm like, oh, that's fucking really nice of you. I appreciate that. So I, yeah. I totally understand that 100%. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's or, why... You know, when, when, my, when my kids eventually hear yes, the music, you know, that's and, and, and they're picking up on it as well. You know, they're, they're getting really interested in, uh, in, in what I'm doing, so... And with the headphones and the keyboard. <laughs> yeah. I'll totally take that. Yo, man, it's been super fucking dope to have you on this show, man. It's been a really good interview. Um, so here's the moment where we kind of give you um, your chance to give or impart some last words of wisdom to the audience or, you know, just whoever's out there listening to this space podcast, potentially in the year 2132, you know, what would you tell them? Yeah, uh, I would tell them to stay out of trouble and keep <laughs> some real. pot on his stash. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bro. For real. Yeah, so, yeah, man. Uh, it's been real. Um, it's been fun. Uh, yeah, go, go check out some of my music, though. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's going to be live. Goddamn right. Yo, man, thank you so much for your time, bro. Yes, sir. Yo, so there you have it. Third Coast Space Radio, Season 3, Episode 27. As always, be sure to like us and the respective artists involved. Yo, thank you guys so much for your continued support on the website, www.thirdcoastspaceradio.com. Check us out. Blow.